in my mind I'm going back to, but it's, it's just a card trick. Just to separate. But people fall into that trap. Are you leaders in the community or are you you just deacon in the church? A volunteer. Bigger question is what's what's your seven hearts? What's the gift? What are you willing to do? What are you gonna share with other people? Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge is empowered. Applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. You know, it's interesting. We still have people who come at you and you think, yeah, I want to be significant, but they'll come back and they'll call themselves the justice. Anyone know that word? The justice? You've heard it. It's used in all social structures, all organizations. No? It's the, I'm just a new person. I'm just back office. I'm just a volunteer just a husband, just a wife. And those people are looking at you in a sense and right then telling you, you know what? I don't feel that I make a difference. And you know better. You can make a difference in someone's life at any given moment in any given time. You could be the whole world to one person. I learned that in an interesting way. Several years back, I was called by a charity. I got the phone calls in my office. And they said, there's a boy in the hospital. He's nine years old. His name is Nathan. And he loves magic. Would you be willing to come to the hospital and do a show for him? Maybe like you, out of my comfort zone, right? Uh, very difficult conversation. I'm kind of looking for like, well, Mike, you know, not making an excuse, but I, I'm not good with the shots, the needles. It's not, I wanted to be in Vegas. I didn't want to go in a hospital room. Then they continued. They said, well, he really wants to meet David Copperfield. And we don't think that's going to happen. So we've called you. And literally, I'm on the phone going, wait a second, but I'm just John Petz. I am just an Ohio no-name magician. I, I'm just me. What could I possibly do that David Copperfield could do in that room for that boy? Somewhere in that conversation, says, I know you would do as well. You know, I, I agree. I said, fabulous. Do you think you can be here today? So, all right. And I got up and I was on the way to the hospital 30 minutes later, pack of cards, couple things in my pocket, not, nothing overly fancy. I'm driving down, butterflies in my stomach. Show me into the hospital room. And the first people I meet, it's the mother, the father, the sister. And then there's a priest. I gotta be honest. I was flat out scared. Didn't see Nathan, haven't met the boy. We turn around, the mother turns around, and now is the bed on the opposite side, all the machines, and he's looking at me, this frail boy, and he's got these little squinty eyes, has no idea who I am. But the mom walks over and says, Nathan, this is John, and John's a magician. It's like the coolest thing happened. He sits up in his bed, he reaches out his hand, I hear that. And my light, he can't talk, he's on a breathing machine. I shook his hand, the ventilator's going, and 
it was showtime, right? Couple little red sponge balls. I, I did a trick. I put one in his hand and one in my hand. His vanishes, and then I have two in mine. He's like, <sighs> he didn't say it, but I knew he meant it. He's like, do it again. <laughs> and we did it back and forth. The balls are multiplying and growing and vanishing. It, it was great, right? I, one of the tricks I did was a card trick, and I had to borrow a credit card. So I borrow a credit card from the priest. <laughs> and it, to be safe, I pull out my credit card so he's not worried. And this is in the days, remember when you can get your photograph on a credit card? So it's like for security, you can get an image on it. Mine has a picture on it. So we set those aside. End of the story is the priest picks a playing card and the card vanishes. It's gone. It literally goes blank. So I'm like, wow, we messed it up. Nathan, I'll grab my credit card. He gets the credit card. Now the picture on my credit card is, is gone and vanished from my plastic. I'm like, pick up the priest cup. He picks it up. I'm like, turn it over. And he turns it over on the back of the priest's credit card is a picture of me holding a playing card, his playing card, like, nah. it's a sticker on the back. And the room erupts. The doctor comes in, like, what's going on, right? And they're passing this thing around and looking at it in every which way. The last one I did, I want to do something unique for Nate. Like the thumb trick. You know, when you do it yourself, it's an experience. When you watch a trick, oh, of course, he's a magician. But when you do it, it's that showtime memorable moment. We shuffled the pack up. I'm like, Nathan, pick a card. I'll never forget what he picked. He picked a seven of hearts. Write your name on it. We shuffle it up again. I asked someone to turn over the top card, and it's a four club. I'm like, Nathan, check this out. Cast a little shadow. Tap it twice and turn it over. And when he does, it's his seven of hearts with his name on it. And the priest actually says, do that again. <laughs> we did it again. We put like it under the, under the water. We put the seven heart anywhere. If anyone else turns up a card, it's a random. If Nathan, <sighs> it's always his seven heart. And the way it ends, we take the whole pack, we throw it at the ceiling and everything comes tumbling down everywhere, right? Except one card. Stuck to the ceiling above Nathan's bed <laughs> is a seven of heart with his name. Pointing and giggling and laughing. <sighs> His eyes are like this, right? And they kind of were having a moment. So I said, thank you. I kind of tried to shake a hand and I, and I left. You know, and sometimes we have those moments where you never see somebody again. You don't know what happened on the occasion. But because of that, does it mean we didn't have an impact? What's interesting is five months later, at church with my wife, and there's a guest priest. <laughs> True? <laughs> of course. And I went up back to the service. I'm like, I don't know if you remember who I am. My name is John. And, you know, I was met a little boy named Nathan. And he's, he's looking at me, a weird look. And he has me by both shoulders. So I'm like doing one of these. I'm like, I was the magician? And he's just, for an awkward period of time. <laughs> he didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. Reaches under the robe, pulls out a wallet, pulls out a credit card, flips it over, and it's me. He says, I know exactly who you are. You have no idea about the people I've told about the seven. I've shared it with, with churches and organizations. I've shared it with families in the hospital who have just lost a family member or maybe are about to lose a family member. 
He says, I share it. And now we all have a unique gift. But are we willing to share that gift with others? And he told me the harder part. He shared with me that Nathan passed about eight hours after I was there, early the next morning. And he told me that the family took the seven of hearts and they put that in Nathan's casket. To them, it symbolized the last happy moment as a family. You know, what do you do with this? In my mind, I'm going back to, but it's, it's just a card trick, just a seven of hearts. But people fall into that trap. Are you leaders in the community or are you, you just deacon in the church, a volunteer? Bigger question is what's, what's your seven of hearts? What's the gift? What are you willing to do? What are you going to share with other people? I think some of that will come back to what's inside when we talk about the passion. Everyone will go a different direction. What's your passion? My passion, my girls, my kiddos. Who has kids? I asked before. Who's ever seen a kid? Got to look inside. If you're going to create these showtime moments, you got to be willing to take some action, to have the perspective, to create the moment, and realize the impact that you have in any given moment, in any given day. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.